Pray the Word with David Platt is a resource from Radical.net. Genesis chapter 43, verses 8 and 9. And Judah said to Israel his father, Send the boy with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die, both we and you and also our little ones. I will be a pledge of his safety. From my hand you shall require him. If I do not bring him back to you and set him before you, then let me bear the blame forever. And the reason I read verses 8 and 9 in Genesis chapter 43 about Judah speaking to his father, Israel or Jacob, saying, send the boy with me. And the boy that is being referenced here is Benjamin. So to summarize, Joseph had encountered his brothers who did not have Benjamin with them when they originally came to get grain from him in Egypt. And Joseph said, go back home. And when you come back, bring your other brother. And he was referring to Benjamin. And so when they went back, Jacob said, no, I don't want to send Benjamin. And even now in Genesis chapter 43, he's resistant to sending Benjamin. But Judas steps up and says, we don't have a choice. We must go with him. We told this master who they didn't know was Joseph that we would bring Benjamin with us. And so Judah is the one who steps in and commits to make sure that Benjamin is cared for and brought back to his father. And the reason I point that out is because in many ways, this is a story about Joseph and Jacob and even Benjamin in a special way here. But at key points in this story, Judah steps in. And there's a reason for that. Because when we get to Genesis chapter 49, and Jacob is blessing his sons, he will bless Judah in a special way. In a way that would eventually lead to the line of King David. In a way that would eventually lead to the line of King Jesus. It's through Judah's line, not Joseph's line, but Judah's line that Jesus would eventually come. And I I guess in reading verses 8 and 9 here in Genesis 43, I just want to point out that no detail in these stories is lost. No detail is unimportant. That God is sovereign even in the details. And I just want you to think about that in your life, in my life today. Yes, God is working in major ways and in major events and in major things that happen in our lives and the lives of others around us and major things that happen in the world. But God is also working in the minute details, the things that you may not notice the things that others may not ever see, like to realize that God is sovereign over it all, that God is working in it all, even the smallest things. And just think about how that gives meaning to every moment in your life. Like to realize every moment you experience today, every moment you experience tomorrow, matters. God sees it, that God is working in it, that God is sovereign over it, and God 
deserves glory through it, through every moment. So God, we pray that you would give us this perspective on every detail of our lives. And for every minute, every second, every thought, every fleeting desire, every word we speak or write or type, every text we send, every thing we post on social media, every conversation we have, every quiet moment we have, God, you are Lord of it all. You are sovereign over it all. You are working in it all, and you deserve glory through it all. So help us to take captive every thought, every moment in this way to obey you, to honor and glorify you in every detail in our lives. And God is... As different details unfold in our lives, we will trust that in all of it, you are doing what we've prayed over and over again as we've walked through Genesis, that you are working together for our good, and you are working for others' good, and you are working for the spread of your grace and your gospel, and you are working for your glory. God, thank you for the meaning you infuse into every moment. So help us to live with that mentality, we pray. Help us not to waste any moment that you entrust to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.